So Noah. Yes. You're been you've been doing school online for like a year and now you're doing like a hybrid, right? Like meaning like I am going to school and I'm staying online part well, of the time? Yeah, exactly. Hybrid means split in two. Yeah. Like you're doing partially one and partially the other. So tell me how that works. How many days or your week are you going in versus what you're doing at home? Well, I'm going on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then mm-hmm. Wednesday is basically like a shorter version of our school online. So each class is basically like 30 minutes. So it's shorter. Mm-hmm. It's all compacted. On like, Wednesdays. And then it ends at about lunchtime. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to school now on the ground in a classroom four days a week. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say cool. in the ground because I'm like about 40 feet above ground where I am. Yeah, but your feet on on a surface as opposed to yeah. over wires talking to a virtual picture of somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's be specific, right? <laughs> yeah, because out here, most of the schools have not gone back to uh, to in-classroom teaching. But um, those that have are usually doing like two days a week and then they're doing two or three days a week virtual still online. So it's kind of uh, more of a 50-50 split right now. Now, when you first went back, did you have that split or did you ease into it? Like start with two days in the classroom and then go back back to... When we first went back, it was basically all online, and we just went either. So some people went Monday, Tuesday, and then others went Thursday and Friday. And uh, um, I had a Thursday so you, Friday group. Uh-huh. So you just kind of eased into it. So yeah, um, basically every other day was uh, online except Wednesday, which was an asynchronous day, so we just did all the work. Ah, uh, so it was like a homework day. Yeah, pretty much. Well, no, it was... so. Go ahead. It was work that, um, like, was unfinished or and um, also the work for that day. So I got you. It was just like I got you. But there wasn't really teacher instruction. Teacher. You did it on your own? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, rather than just asking you how you liked that or didn't like that, when you were trying to use the technology to call in, um, you know, and, and you were sitting in a visual classroom, did you have issues getting that set up and working? Did you find that it was... You mean like the um, computer? Yeah, like we were doing today. I mean, we tried to get Skype working with the three of us, and we fussed with it for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, it's easy because I just have to open my Chromebook, sign in. Uh, so once it was set up, it was not that hard. But when you very first... Do you remember like a year ago when you first set it up? Did you have trouble getting logged in and stuff? No, or did that any, was more Did any of your classmates... Three and years ago, it was still pretty easy because uh-huh. it. Basically so your school's been using the Chromebooks long before COVID. Yeah. yeah. Ah, gotcha. That's what we've been using the so, whole time at school. Like gotcha. So that's how they give you've been forever. getting your assignments and stuff online anyway. Yep. Yeah, uh, we, like okay. at school now, we still have to submit our assignments digitally, but now we have the option to do it in a workbook and then submit it digitally. Like take a picture of it and then submit it on the computer. Ah, got you. That's got to be kind of a pain for the teachers to grade, though, because some people are doing it digitally and some people are sending them pictures that they have to now look at the picture to try to grade it and then put the grades in. Yeah, but it wouldn't take that you long. You find your teachers are slow. Go ahead. Well, I finished. Mm. 
I was just going to say, are, are you finding teachers are slower to get your grades in? <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were okay with all the technology. Dad, are you still there? I'm still here. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the, uh, d- go ahead. I'm the what? Uh, I was just going to ask if you had any questions or, 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 uh, oh. thoughts about, you know, how technology has been used for, for school so far. Well, uh, I hadn't really thought about the school technology much. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. things I was thinking about for Noah is, uh, you know, he was working on a, uh, uh, Google Mac, or what was it called? Chromebook. And, uh, at the same time, mm-hmm. he has at home uh, an iMac, uh, iPads. Uh, he has a phone. A, a phone. That's an iPhone. Uh, but he's also got a Samsung pad. So oh, we do. He's got... Oh, yeah. It's my mom's work tablet. No one else uses it because she. Uh, it's it's only for work purpose. You can't oh, really assign to her by you her work. You can't do anything else on it. It's for work. So so anyway, I was. The point I was you wouldn't to get want at to. Is, I've had one. <laughs> is that there, there, there can, there's such a mix of technologies out there, and uh, you know you, you you learn sometimes on the first whatever your favorite thing was. And in, the, in Noah's case, he made the point to me this morning that you know it's all about games. <laughs> Until I prompted him, uh-huh. said, oh, you'd use it for other things. Oh yeah, yeah, school and stuff like that. But yeah. nevertheless, yeah, you, you get used to certain ways of doing things mm-hmm. and, and sometimes that might be confusing to some of the students i don't i don't know if that's right the case with so do you think that that maybe has backfired with with using chromebooks noah since since chromebooks aren't really very good gaming machines mm-hmm. or am i wrong do you have games that you play on the chromebook a lot no that really no like you can get games on the newer chromebook that has like google play and stuff but the ones that i use no Right. Just, no, you can just go on like yeah, I have a... online games and stuff like cool math games and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, any anyway, to give right. you an old man's perspective on why I asked that question, I uh, am an iPad guy, and I use it so much that even though I have an Apple uh, Mac, uh, I don't use it often enough. And when I do, it's just for a few specific things. And if I try to do anything else, <laughs> I've I've forgotten most of the time how to do it so uh as you get older you don't want any confusing things or alternatives uh ways of doing things you know i'd prefer just to do everything on the ipad except i can't you know uh there's things i want to do that you you can't do on one device ipad just can't do or 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 very difficult to do i found that when using the ipad that there's virtually nothing that i can't do it's just sometimes what you do on a computer is three steps, and to do it on the iPad is, you know, 12 steps. Because it's it's the way to get it there is not as smooth, at least at this point. I'm sure that's going to continue to change over time. Um, yeah. You know, but there are a few things that on the iPad I think are easier to do. It's easier to, to sometimes just reach up and touch it and move it than it is to, you know, kind of click on it, select it, and then use your mouse to move it where you want um, yeah, that, that, cases, that's so. by far it's 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 a it's prefer or ease of use yeah. mode. In fact, I, it's a reader for me. I I do a, a lot of reading, mm-hmm. 
uh, whether it's on yeah. the web, or which is what they've said down books. Uh, you know, Traditionally, that's what they've said about tablets, though, is that they're more of a consumption device than a creation device. There aren't a lot of people out there writing things on them, although I think that's changing. You know, obviously, they're not writing software on it, but I think there's a lot of authors who, with a, key- a decent keyboard, could use a, an iPad just fine. Well, the other thing is, is it's fundamentally replaced television for me uh, because my television is mostly on my iPad as well. I, I, I right. subscribe to a company that allows that to happen, although they don't put all of their programming on the iPad for some reason. Yeah, that's a licensing issue. It's not their choice. It's the, the, the content creators don't allow it in some cases. Yeah, because yeah, I have the same thing. It, so anyway, I'm going to go back to little... Noah's co- question, though. In or what we were talking about is like, you know, the schools have given everybody Chromebooks, and a lot of people thought that that was Google trying to say, hey, use our Chromebooks, and then when you become an adult or when you go out into the world or go to college, everybody's going to want Chromebooks because that's what they're used to. And I'm thinking, but if the Chromebook doesn't do some of the things that you really want, like if you were to go get a computer, you probably wouldn't want a Chromebook. You'd probably want a Windows machine because you could put games on it, right? Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, um, although Levi, Max uses... have some games. Levi hey, uses what? Can you what? hear me? This sounds weird. Yeah, um, I hear you fine. Yeah, but uh, Levi uses this Windows Ten, I think, and he um, always plays a bunch of games and uh-huh. stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the 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 machine, the computer that his school gave him was a Windows Ten machine? No, that is our personal laptop. Ah. Uh, Okay, so yeah, so he likes using Windows for games because generally it's accepted that most of the 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 big games, you know, are available. Although I say that Fortnite's a huge game and it's available on any platform you want except iOS now. You can't get it on the phone anymore. Um, but uh, well, you can get the old version. You can't get the latest version. Yeah. Um, but the um, you know, I guess it just depends on what kind of games you want to do, right? Because there's there's a whole bunch of games on phones and iPads. I mean, all you have to do is go to the App Store and you can see there's thousands of games. The question is, are those the games you want to play, right? Yeah. Like specific so. games such as mm-hmm. like just um, games specific for PC or not on mobile. Or right. Yeah, or, or some of the, the like the Xbox or the PlayStation don't usually, they might yeah. be on a PC, but they're not going to be on a Mac, and they're probably not going to be on iOS. Right. Maybe on a Nintendo Switch, but it's not as powerful, so probably not even there. Like a mobile game, you can't really get on a, um, you can't just get a mobile game and like it and then go and get it on an Xbox. Right. Which is more interesting to you, the mobile games or the or the Xbox type games? And where would you spend more of your time? I'd spend more of my time at um PlayStation Xbox. Uh-huh. So you like the 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 uh, console games more. They are more complex I, and more detailed. Um, but one of my favorite games is on mobile. Yeah, what's that one? It's called Brawl Stars. Yeah. What's the gameplay like? Can you explain that game a little bit? Um. So there's different characters you can choose from, and you, you can start to be like the last one alive, or that's for just showdown, and then. Uh huh. So other, it's like a battle royale, sort of like Fortnite in that respect. No, but there's other modes too. Like, okay. 
So there's like a soccer kind of game mode. Then there's like bounty and then gym grub. And there's just a bunch of other random ones. Uh-huh. That's interesting yeah. though. So so it's like one game but it has a different enough different play modes that if you get bored of one you can move on to the other and and Yeah. play differently. Although you, you and you take your your uh uh character uh your avatar or whatever you set up with you to each of the different um yeah, gameplay like, modes. Yeah, you can get like um different characters or as they're called in the game brawlers out of um mm-hmm. boxes. And then there's like 45 or 46 of them. I was mm-hmm. wondering if, if you've talked to your friends about uh, the, the what you think the future of games are. Noah, have you, have you talked about that at all? Because uh, your Uncle Todd and I have been talking about uh, the new Mac uh, chips, they call it the M1. Uh, I don't know if you're aware my, of that. Me and my friends talk about virtual reality. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think that's kind of where my, things might be going? Really, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, just like an Oculus? Is, uh, uh, yeah, but like soon enough, there'll just be glasses that you can wear, and then you'll just have hand motion coordination or whatever, and then you can just control with your hands and just have on a pair of glasses and play, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's gonna you're going to see gaming going more that direction. Um to be honest, nobody's said much about it, but I know that we're kind of thinking that there's going to be a new version of the Apple TV. And I would be surprised if Apple didn't turn that into a full-fledged gaming console because they've Hello. got a processor in there that's as powerful as or more powerful than the um, the ones that are in your your uh, uh, Xboxes and Playstations. So, yeah. uh, or at least they, they could well, put I'm, one in there I'm if they sure put one of their latest in there. That, that kind of capability there. They're, they're, uh, yeah. Apple is clearly out to steal the game world from Windows machines. Yeah, I think that they that's one of their I'll, goals I'll that they've, they've kind of made without saying being it. developed for that M1 processor right now. And it'll run... Yeah, they're putting a lot of money TV behind it. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's why they so- created that whole, um, that whole subscription so that you can have the... Um, uh, the game, uh, what do they call their their game thing? Um, in the Apple Arcade. Arcade. Yeah, the op- but they've got Apple Arcade Plus where you pay an extra five bucks a month and then you can play like a hundred plus games without any additional fees or coins or buy-ins or anything. And most of those games are, well, not most, but probably a, a, at least a third of those games are custom designed for Apple and that's the only place you can play them. And all it's going to take is one of those to start becoming a hit, and then everybody's going to want to pay that five bucks a month to to be part of the Apple uh, Apple uh, Arcade Plus. Yeah. By by the way, it just occurred to me it was maybe six months ago before the M1 was announced that Apple and and had worked out an agreement with uh, Microsoft regarding a controller, and I'm sure they did that. Because Microsoft, while Microsoft didn't, was unaware I, I, of the fact. I saw that in um, Amazon. It was like a new controller. It's cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, that controller... and the the play t- Well, the Sony PlayStation controller is one of the ones that's kind of accepted as the best controller that's out there right now in terms of like just the feedback new and, and, and five stuff. Right, exactly. And in the uh, latest beta release of 
Apple TV OS, uh, they'll have support for that. So you can already use all of the Microsoft and PlayStation controllers uh, out there other than the latest one from, from PlayStation, and that's going to be added in this next update. All right. Yeah, but, but the reason that I'm sure that Apple did it when they did is that they uh, they wanted to be ready to have a uh, nice common interface with the other game players so that they could transition people into their new high, powerful system when it comes out. Oh, sure. They want they, they got people who are already making great uh, uh, controllers. It's like we don't see how we're going to add two controllers, but if we just let you use the controller you like already with our system, now we've got a great new system and you've got your comfortable, familiar controller. Right. Yeah. And and I'm I I I don't know anything about the controllers, but I suspect there's some features that'll uh, support a lot of uh, the artificial reality kinds of things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, controllers nowadays have force feedback, and uh, and uh, you know they actually have sound generated from the controller itself. There's little speakers in there, and very often microphones built into the controller or a, a jacks. So you can plug headphones into your controller, so you can actually talk to the person you're playing with, um, yeah, like we are right now while playing a game. That's common. Yeah, like a headset yeah. you can plug in. Like when I'm playing Xbox or something, um, I can like mm-hmm. plug in my headset or earbud or something, and it has a microphone on it. And then I can just talk to the right. people I'm playing with, like in a party or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a virtual, uh, yeah, like you said, party while playing the game, right? Yes. That way you can tell, you can let your friends know that they made a stupid move and you got them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, you know, there's a certain amount of trash talk that goes on. That's what guys do, right? We play games and then we, then we, trash talk to each other when when one of us like loses because somebody's got to lose and sometimes yeah. you're the talker and sometimes called, you're the talkie it's called bragging right for <laughs> reason right that's right what fun is it if you can't you know beat your friend and then humiliate him over it at least a few times <laughs> or your brother that's what i always did with my younger brother do you do that to your brother what beat him in a game and then give him a hard time about it oh yeah yeah, does he still drive his uh, in like I can't remember which driving game I was watching him, and is he like he was just having a blast? He didn't make any attempt to even stay on the road. He was driving through the fields and hitting cows and just having a grand old time. And oh, wasn't even trying to yeah, play yeah, the yeah. game. Forza, Forza. Yep. Yeah, I think that was last Christmas. You guys were he was just yeah. sitting there just plowing through all kinds of stuff. Just hey, let's see yeah. what happens when I hit the cow or the tree or the barn or the you know. Yeah, he, he loved and yeah, it's it was weird. Like, yeah. You know what he needs? They, they they need a game that's like a demolition derby where you're supposed to like smash into things and crash into things but until I, your car breaks down. I guarantee there's already a game like that. There has yeah. to be. If there isn't, they're missing an opportunity, let me tell you. Yeah. Who 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 wouldn't have fun smashing and crashing things? Yep. Exactly. Half the fun. Hey, so guess what? Just the, like, non-reckless that's, 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 kind of person. That's probably half the games out there that do that in one way or another. Yeah. So I don't know if if it's been open um, uh, in your area, but they uh, this Saturday, this Friday, tomorrow, they're opening up theaters, starting to open up some of the theaters here, and so I bought a advance purchase tickets for your uncle Tobin and I 
to go see Godzilla vs. King Kong in a uh, 4DX theater. And what that is, is in the theater, they have groups of four seats that are attached to a platform. And the platform moves with the movie. And they've got, like, fans that'll blow wind in your face. And and so, when you know, like, if you're in a... It, it, in an airplane or a car, you'll, you, the thing will be tilting back and forth. And if, if you know, uh, Godzilla steps and the ground shakes, the chairs will shake with, with each step. Um, so it's a 4D movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, no, I was searching for it on the TV the other day, and it wasn't out, I guess. I think we lost Noah. We did? Hello, I Noah. I think so. I think I hear Grandma talking to him. Maybe he's just distracted. I don't know. He may have. Yeah, maybe he went on pause or something. Yeah. I don't know. Let me see what's going on here. Yeah, he's on pause. He's he's paused. I thought I saw something pop up on the screen. Okay, yeah, you, you were gone for a while. When you were paused, could you still hear us? Uh, No, I didn't bring the computer with me. Oh, gotcha. So you just, okay. So, um... I, I couldn't tell from this end whether you were paused or muted. What I was telling oh. your, your uh, grandpa was that uh, they, they've started tomorrow. They're starting to open some theaters here. And I know the other places they've been open for a while. But I bought advanced purchase tickets to go see King Kong versus Godzilla. Huh? I at, really want to at, see that. At a regal for Uncle Tobin and I. And so yeah, he and I are going to go see that tomorrow that afternoon. Last, yeah, he told us about that last oh, night when, you, when we were on the phone. Yeah. We Did he tell you it's in a 4DX show. theater? Yep. The 4DX theater, yeah. So the chairs will move and like shake. So every time Godzilla steps, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they tilt forward and backward and to the sides. And it's it's like riding an arcade game almost for the whole movie. Yeah. So I'm looking I'm forward really to it. Watch yeah. That movie as well. And, and do they have squirt guns that get your face wet every once in a while when, when the, the, they're in a fight? Yes, they do. Yes, yeah. they do. In fact, That'd they tell you awesome. it's specifically... They tell you specifically when you come to the theater, don't wear any clothing that you're afraid the colors might run or anything like that, or you're afraid will be um, damaged by the environment in which the 4D theater creates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm wearing T-shirt and the jeans, but uh, but I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. I really want to. He and I, for the last two months, have been getting together on Fridays, and we uh, yeah. usually go somewhere and have a drink of beer. That. Oh, yeah. Well, see, he spoiled all of it. But we have a good time. So we've been hanging out together, which we're enjoying. So this time we're going to go see a movie. So I'm looking forward uh, to it. Yeah. I really want to watch that movie. I'll tell you all about it. Well, if your parents have HBO Max, you can watch it streaming at home. But that's not We as don't much have, like, anything s- except Netflix. Ah, uh, okay. Well, then that's out. We'll probably so, watch but it you know what you there. could do is... You could watch one of the older Godzilla movies and have your brother stand behind you and shake the chair every time he steps. And and if and if if things start falling from the from the you know if buildings are falling down, he can hit you in the head with a pillow like things were falling on you. He can give you the full experience. That's all you need to do is arm your little brother. If you have an imagination, it should be better than that. I mean, really, you can imagine a whole lot more, right? Yeah, so much better. Like pretending you're going to Disneyland instead of actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. Does that sound great? <laughs> no. Not so much. No. Not so uh, much. See, they're, they're spoiling all this stuff by bringing, making, making it real. 
you know? Oh, it's fun to have the experience. That's all the theaters are trying to do is say, come have an experience. Since you can do a lot of this other stuff, you can just sit and watch a movie at home. You want to have an experience, go to a theater and go see it on a giant IMAX screen or see it in chairs that shake and move. And, you know, and I'm fine with that. I'm happy to have an experience. Yeah. You know, they've been doing this in pilot training for years. Yeah, it's like a simulator. Airplane dives when you dive and climbs when you yeah. climb and you know it's uh it's cool yeah well you know there's people who are really into microsoft's flight sim app and it's got all kinds of hooks into it and you can buy game or uh, gaming chairs and everything that rumble and shake and uh and uh yeah. even tilt you like the plane was going there's people who have built full-on simulators using microsoft simulator software and you know and a bunch of hydraulics just because they're so into it you know, and you can, you know, I mean, yeah. literally, you can go buy a flight yoke that costs a thousand dollars just to play that game yeah, if you, you want to go crazy. The, when the home computers first came out, that was the first thing in demand, and it was one of the first games developed for, uh, yeah, for flight the, sim. Uh, computer because Microsoft, of course, uh, had, had their own standalone game for that, and uh, they just right. put it onto the uh, onto the transported it over onto the computers and stuff mm-hmm. sold it every way they could and grand. yeah it's still one of their um their top things they really are you know that and and such a loyal following too people who love airplanes love that because you can fly it in real time and pick the plane you're gonna fly yep well that was the cool thing is you could fly different planes you know <laughs> what's going on yeah i um Flight, flight sim always kind of bored me because it was all real time. So you'd have to, you know, if you wanted to take off in Los Angeles and fly to, to Chicago, uh, it was like three hours, four hours to do it. You had to sit there for a long time. Oh, um, I went on a flight simulator once. In Washington, D.C., I went to the Air and Space Museum, and they had these flight simulations in the back. And um, I was mm-hmm. the driver, and let's just say it didn't end well. <laughs> but that's cool because it well, was the one like did the ground the like the whole thing tilt and really everything cool. when you when you would bank, yeah, when you was, banked the it airplane like warplanes and I kept doing flips and stuff. Well, the what <laughs> I, I I've gone through flight training and the, one of the first things you learn is the only fun thing about flying is takeoffs and landings. The rest of it was like being a bus driver. You just sit there and look at the sc- blue sky and a few clouds. Yeah. unless you're flying above yeah. the clouds, you know. So. Yeah, when well, you ca- you occasionally adjust for uh, for wind and drift, right? Other than that, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's, but it's when you're na- doing the war flight simulator thing, you can shoot other planes and then run into them and explode. And it's fun. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So then you have something to do. Yep. Probably one of the one of the all time greats and and like you say it doesn't go away every generation gets a different version of it with with whatever technology allows you to do uh, so anyway uh what other kinds of uh of uh, excitement do you get from for, from games I'll, I'll i'll give you the old man's version of this i'm i'm into word games and i can't tell you how many years i've daily when I get up in the morning, I grab a few bites to eat. I sit mm-hmm. down and I play my seven little uh, words. My word games, yeah, seven little words. I and, play. Uh, um, yep. 
I play trivia crack every day. Mm -hmm. Trivia game. It's fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I like trivia stuff. I like puzzles, like word puzzles and things like that. That's, But the, what's nice about those is you can pull it out and do it while you're waiting in line somewhere. It doesn't require that you sit down and set up a lot. Um, I did, uh, on Apple... Um, on Apple Arcade, I bought a while back, and I still have it, a um, a flight game. And the, it, you can buy other airplanes and other scenarios, but I just kept the default one because I don't play it that often. But you basically, it's uh, you're flying a an airplane in defense of Pearl Harbor, and so you know, or you can play, you can, or you can be the Japanese attacking Pearl Harbor. So you can dive in and, and, and bomb or you can try to shoot them down and protect and so you can pick that and and i've got a uh uh, uh game uh controller uh, a steel uh what is it called um steel series controller that works with my apple tv or with my mac it's a bluetooth controller and you know basically oh, works just like it, it has your your uh uh two joysticks and a and a d-pad yeah, you if know. you have like um, a PlayStation or Xbox controller, you can go into Bluetooth and then turn it on once you disconnect it from the PS4 or Xbox. Um, you can also connect right. it to a, a phone, iPad, right? Bluetooth. Yeah, that's what we were saying earlier. Apple now supports those on on all their devices, which is cool. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I'm not enough of a gamer to have a gaming machine, so I just use the the games that are on the Apple TV, and then I use this uh, this Steel Series uh, Nimbus controller that I bought. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's maybe not quite as nice as some of the top-end controllers, but it really works well, and it's got, you know, it's got a whole bunch of buttons and control surfaces, and you can customize all of those in the games. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, games are one thing, but uh, reality is another. I, I, I can tell you some some pretty gruesome stories about airplane cra airplanes that crashed, uh, as well as... Uh, <laughs> One Let's not. When, one, one, well, I'm not going to, but uh, but some other uh, interesting adventures that I had. One, one is that when we were in New Mexico, I used to uh, have a system that had uh, satellite ground stations uh, out on different mountains uh, surrounding the valley where the Air Force Base was, and uh, we had to go out and service them every once in a while, and... Uh, what that meant is to go check the battery and, or replace the battery because these were out where there was no electricity, you know, just out. And so we'd, we'd get the Army to take us out there in their helicopters. And uh, lo and behold, I, uh, a helicopter landed, and I was walking uh, away from the helicopter up toward my, my transducer with a, carrying this battery along. And suddenly I hear behind me the helicopter's revving his... Uh, 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 helicopter up I turned around to see what was going on and I could just as soon as I turned around I see this fighter plane fall out of the sky onto the desert floor now it's apparent that the guy in the helicopter over the headset heard the mayday call uh, before the before the, uh, the the aircraft went down into the desert but he was taken off to go rescue or pick up the guy and help him out if, you know if he was caught in the crash and, and I watched mm -hmm. the whole scene from above, up on top of the mountain, looking down. And, and uh, I lost my ride back to the uh, to the base, which was like 20 miles away, for at least three hours. I was out there by myself, <laughs> hoping that yeah. they didn't forget me and all the 
the, yeah. the jazz. Yeah, I hope you told keep... somebody else to send another plane or another chopper back, right? But, but that, you know, that was a real live experience. It's something you, you, you'll never forget, you know. And, and sure. It, what, the, what the interesting end of the story is, is the, the, the pilot of that airplane was the son. He was a lieutenant that was my neighbor, of all things, at Holloman Air Force Base. And he was the son of a brigadier general. And so he was kind of well-known just because his dad was a general in the Air Force. And so... Right. Uh, Anyway, then I got to uh, which which side of the house was that? That was um, uh, east of us, just just east, east of, us. of right across the street from your friend Todd. You okay, cross street from David. Todd? Yeah, I can't remember. So I remember that I remember yeah. as a young guy and his wife. They didn't have any kids. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I remember so, them. So anyway, uh, it was interesting that I got to tell him the story from my perspective, seeing him fall out of the sky, not knowing it was him, but that. Yeah. But I used to kid him that he stole my my transportation home, you yeah. know, and I got stuck. You'll do anything for... to get a to, to get a ride home, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure he so, was, you know, so. pretty shaken and and concerned about the whole process too. You know, it's a big yeah. deal when a pilot loses a plane. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, he was grounded for like six months because of that incident, and, and that's because the investigation, however long it takes, you know, to get, right. get everything cleared that it wasn't his fault and all of that. And and he knew very well. I had talked to him before that six months was up, and he says, you know, uh, he's guilty until proven innocent. Basically, that's the way it works in airplane crashes. The pilot's the guy yeah. who's got the, you know, he's supposed to be in charge. <laughs> You know, yep. it turned it turned out that his had somebody had left something that uh, was wrong when they worked on his aircraft. It had gone through some kind of maintenance mm-hmm. procedure just prior to mm-hmm. that. And uh, it was related to that. So he he was cleared. Boy, was he happy. Yeah, of course, that means fact, the maintenance man got nailed, probably. Yeah. Oh, somebody their somebody always gets nailed in, in those kind of deals, you know. But yeah, but anyway. My neighbor was so happy. I remember he had a big party, uh, free beer for every, anybody that comes to the club that night that he got the news. Unfortunately, I had other commitments and couldn't go to the party, but uh, I'll bet yeah. that was a big one. Oh, yeah. Big relief, right? So, Huge relief because, oh. you know, until they've done their investigation, you sometimes really don't know what happened, right? It's like, I don't know. It was doing right. this, and then it didn't do it, and suddenly I couldn't control the plane. Yeah. Yep. So. So. Anyway, yeah, you, scary you stuff. Have this, you have all this kind of pseudo realism in these uh, games that we were talking about, right? And uh, it's not the and same. You think it's like fun to, to have crashes, but the people like me who've had any association with real life uh, bad hey, happening. I was a kid standing uh, on the flight line when one of when one of the Thunderbirds crashed, and I'll never forget it. That impresses on you immediately. I was going to ask you about that. You betcha. That was oh, yeah. another one. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you watch you watch a fighter jet fall out of the sky, and or any jet fall well, out of the sky. I mean, well, well, that's in, that's in that a big case, deal. We we saw the we saw the cockpit shoot the guy out the top, and he came down in a parachute. Right, right. But up. he was very close to the flames, the fireball that went up too. So he was it was that's, that's it was true. dicey because they were not yep. very high. They was on takeoff when that happened. Yep. So. so. Anyway, as I recall, the plane tumbled, and we could see it, through, you know, doing kind of a, uh, 
what do you call these things when you go hand over heels? You, somersault kind of things that people do. Yeah, it, it rolled over. It, it hit as it hit the plane. He he came out of it as the plane kind of did like a like a uh, barrel roll. And then when it hit the ground, it because they were on takeoff. Well, of course they're they're moving real fast, but he didn't. You know, there wasn't a lot of angle to it because they weren't high up and so yeah it rolled across the desert for quite a ways burning and exploding as it went yeah okay now that we've given noah nightmares (laughs) (laughs) think about that noah when you're playing your games (laughs) where'd noah go real airplane (laughs) he's listening here going huh i'm not sure i'm interested in this yeah and and i haven't even and i haven't even got close to the gory ones Uh, anyway yeah let's not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway yep, yep, yep. Uh, ga- games are games as long as they, you realize they're games and not reality yeah so that, yeah. that's probably why virtual reality can be so dangerous because it feels so real yes indeed yeah and and having gone yeah. through you know flight training I had to go through survival training up in the mountains and, and that was actually a lot of fun I really enjoyed that. You were you like were a survival kid. training one time while I was at Boy Scout camp. I think you had a yeah. better experience than I did. Yeah, I I thought it was kind of cool. There was a lot of guys unlike me that grown up in cities and they didn't think it was too cool to have to be out there and and forage through the 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 weeds and whatever and try to identify something edible in order to eat. But uh, basically, mm-hmm. uh, a really fun thing was that we found a patch of berries wild berries and mm-hmm. lo and behold we spotted this black bear coming our way and it was his patch of berries <laughs> we we retreated yeah. quickly because we didn't want him to think we were taking his food you know that's that's not a good thing <laughs> so yeah you were survi- but you didn't want him to know about it that's right this this is survival well i'm sure he knew uh once he got around any of the where we had been standing but uh, sure. we were uh downwind from him and that was a good thing because he didn't know yeah. where we had gone you know yeah yeah so well and was, you don't know if he was going to chase you or not as long as he chased you away from his patch he would probably been fine but if you'd have tried to stay there and stay in your ground he would have right. said okay let's That's fight right. for it <laughs> you know yep yeah you don't mess so, with bears not so so in a sense then you know we got uh, some gold stars for encountering a bear during our training which is part of survival mm-hmm. you know yeah. Got food and and dealt with local local residents. Right. So, yeah, but you had you had winter gear so you were ready for that cuz it was pretty cold in the mountains in early spring and I remember I was staying at a boy scout camp not too many miles away in the same mountains and freezing to death in a slumber bag. That's right. You did, you did, you didn't I know have what the right it feels like just a couple weeks ago it was like 20 degrees and we um had to sleep in the camp out. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, it's great if you've got a winter sleeping bag that's made to keep you warm, but when you're, you know, a popsicle every night, that's pretty miserable. Yeah, I didn't sleep so. at all the first night. My friend was sleep talking. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. I had just moved up from Weeblos to Boy Scouts, too, so I didn't really know very many people in the in the pack very well, and and so, or in the troop, um, and, and so I didn't say anything to anybody, uh, you know, really about it. And until literally the last night when they had like a, a parents night to visit and you guys came up to visit and I wanted to go home with you and you wouldn't let me. And I finally explained, I've been 
so cold. I can't stand it. And then the uh, one of my scoutmasters gave me this like wool blanket like liner for my sleeping bag, and I was fine that night. I was like, well, crap. Mm. I wish I'd asked about that earlier because I'd have been so much more comfortable. My lesson in that yeah. was learn to speak up if things aren't going well. Talk to the people around you. They might help. <laughs> yeah, just I was, I was just thinking, Noah, on your Boy Scout experience, did you ever go canoeing? Yes. You did? I have. I, have. Did, 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 I wanted to, but I was warned off of it. <laughs> did I what? Did, did you uh, go very far? Did you get upset, get wet? or? Did, yeah, oh, so yeah you see, did you end up dry or wet? Me. I was only a little wet. It wasn't terrible. But my friend kept splashing me because okay. he was in the front, so I just had water up and everywhere and all over the place. Right, but the canoe didn't flip over and dump everybody in the lake or river no, or whatever. That, had, that did happen to one person, though. Yeah, uh, it happened to a bunch of our cabin mates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were at a, it was a YMCA no, camp when people. I was younger. Because you have to have um, buddies, so two people fell. Yeah. I wanted, our, these were a little bit bigger canoes, and I wanted to go out in the canoe so bad, but it, it was a cold and kind of cloudy and damp and rainy weekend. And Grandpa looked at the weather and looked at the canoes and went, nope, we're not doing that. And uh, And I was upset. Until later on, when all of our cabin mates came back to the cabin Hello. and they were all sopping wet because their canoe fell over. What happened? Hello. And they dumped. They dumped you. the canoe. I don't know what happened. I hear you fine. Can you hear me now? Lost. Did we lose him? I don't know. Are you back? I, um, there was a connection loss. It was the network was bad. Something. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never said we that to me. Yeah, we dropped out there for a bit. Okay. I was just sharing the story about when we were at that uh, camp in Ohio, and you would not let me go out on the canoe with with all of the people in our cabin who went out with their dads in the canoes. And at the time, I was really upset until they all came back in later, and they had all dumped their canoe in the water, and and they were all sopping wet and freezing because it was a cold, rainy weekend. And you and I were sitting there dry and happy, and I was like, okay, maybe that wasn't such a bad call. (laughs) Made me look good, huh? <laughs> yeah. And as I recall, I didn't know how to swim then either, so that would have been even more of a panicky event for me. So I'm glad, glad, glad we didn't do it. Because I didn't learn to swim until we moved to New Mexico, really. Or right before we moved to New Mexico, yeah. something like that. No, it was when we, we, we were in New Mexico I learned to swim. I learned to swim late. So. Yeah. I think I was 12 well, or 13 years old before I learned to swim. It's it's yeah. been we've uh, been talking for 45 minutes interview. so i think you, you want to yeah. call it call it a day or you want got anything else you got to talk about i'm good you got anything you want to say noah noah i think he may have he may have got lost again on the network it was popping in and out for me so i think yeah we're... looks like he put he looks like he paused it again to walk away so why don't we just wrap it all up i'm going to say thanks for joining us today on this special edition of generation tech after some halts and starts we finally got it going and we were happy to have uh my nephew noah on with us so we have three generations this time around yeah. and uh it was kind of cool so thanks for joining us today noah mm-hmm. welcome thank you for inviting me yes Good having you. All right, you, cool. Noah. See you all later. Good having you. We'll we'll talk to you later. Bye guys. <laughs>